Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I, before the season, I was like everyone else. You look at the schedule and go, what are the winnable games? What are the losable games? And me being usually before the season, the ever optimist is like, what they're going, they're winning 15 games this year. Um, but I was looking realistically before the bye week. And this was the, the Falcons game was the game where I was like, they're probably losing that game. I mean, it, the, in the lead up to the game, I think I said they were going to win because I feel good about myself. I feel good right. about the team. But before it's okay. They got, I don't know how the defense is going to be. They are very bad against the run game, and Arthur Smith would like to grind you to dust on the on the ground if he can. Except in the good. first half when he let Desmond Ritter throw like he was Patrick half. Mahomes. What an idiot! God, but okay, man, go ahead. There are so many missed opportunities with Desmond yep. Ritter. That's that's a that's a whole other topic. Um, yep. I was like, this is going to give them problems. The the run game of the Falcons is going to give them problems, and ultimately it did, and that stinks, but they're sitting one-on-one about like I kind of thought. I hope they beat the Saints are going to be a tough game just because the de- defensively, that's that's a tough game. I think they play tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so that's going to be tough, but yeah, that Lions game, huge test, and then the hope would be you ease into that bye week with a win against the Raiders who are not looking particularly yep. good, and whether they're – I mean, to me that was I, – I don't really care what their record is at that point. If they're – three and two if they're two and three if they're one and four but they've looked promising i think that early bye week not only for health but for like just to take stock of this young team if their only win going into that bye week is the first week but they've showed promise and they go into that bye week and go all right listen man we're not really out of this yet here are the things we can fix we can kind of level ourselves i don't think that's the worst thing in the world either i just i don't know that i have faith in this team i'm just excited about the potential of this team i think is where i'm at dusty I'm going to be clinically depressed if they don't win another freaking game between now and the bye week. I'm going to tell you that right now. I mean, I am going to be depressed because the amount of negativity from this fan base is going to be outlandish if they are one and four at the bye week. To me, it's got to be three and two. I I look at it. I want to be three and two at the bye week. And 
and again, win more games than you lose. I'm not saying they can't lose another game, right? They're, they're probably going to lose to the Lions. I, I'm just honest about that. I, I think they can beat New Orleans. I think they can beat the Raiders. The Lions is going to be tough, mainly because it's on four days rest, and they're going to be super physical and try to push those young receivers around. Um, so I, I understand that. But having said all of that, if they are three and two going into that bye week, Matt LaFleur has got to be smiling from ear to ear going, Good luck, rest of the NFL, because now my guy's got a little bit of an idea of what the hell's going on. We're going to make a couple adjustments here, and then let's see what happens. If they're mm-hmm. one and four, and the state is depressed, and that defense is awful, then Joe Barry should be gone during the bye week. If that's if that's how this plays, and it's it's not because of Jordan Love they're losing, you know. And who was it? Was it uh, Rajul Douglas? I think it was Rasheel Douglas, somebody. And that locker room said, "Hey, man, twenty four points. We got to win. We scored twenty four points. We got to win. This is on us." And I agree. If he's putting up 24 points every week in that offense and you're one and four, then Joe Barry, it's been real. Like you got to go. You you can't let him continue to call this defense. If you're averaging 24 points a game and you got one damn win to show for it, you have to make a change to give your, even if they promote somebody from within, even if they don't get Leslie Frazier, let's say, and they just promote somebody from within the staff, fine, but show your guys, hey man, we apologize. We're going to try and figure this out with somebody else. Because at that point, you would think that everybody is probably losing faith in Joel Berry if it's going that bad. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. You would think so. I mean, I, I I will say I've been somewhat encouraged by some of what Joe Barry has done. He's changed up. He's changed up his MO a little bit. And traditionally, this is where like then I try to try to get into optimistic mode, which, you know, shoot me down if this is way too optimistic. Traditionally, Joe Barry has changed the defense, has changed what he's done post bye week. The problem is when bye week has been too late. Last year they did and they were incredible after that. I have a week. question. Go for it. Why does he just keep doing that the next year? (laughs) Is Joe Barry changing stuff in the bye week because Matt LaFleur is telling him what to change it to at the bye week? Or is Joe Barry changing things during the bye week because Joe Barry knows what to do during the bye week? Because my opinion is last year, that was all Matt LaFleur driven. And Matt LaFleur said, the hell with this. This is what I want you to run going forward. And this is what we're going to run. And I think if Joe Barry would have fought back on Matt, Joe Barry would have been gone. But Joe Barry said, yes, sir. I don't think it's all the floor either. Like I've, I've joked about this. and It's not really a joke. I think the defense got better when Jair Alexander started bullying Joe Barry when he said, cause he, oh, no. he don't say he, that out listen, loud. Oh my listen, God. He wanted Justin Jefferson in that Vikings game. Again, yes, he did. partially a joke. He did not get him. And the next time they played him, Jair Alexander, like from the stories, Jair Alexander walked into his office. He's like, you are giving me Justin Jefferson. And then they played inspired after that. So listen, I'm not saying that the players need to bully Joe Barry. <laughs> But also, but that's the thing. All right. Like just the, the team as a whole, right. The whole thing, the floor is kind of a player's coach. He, he kind of lets them 
work things out amongst themselves a little bit. He right. he sits outside, he provides a structure. The players kind of guide where this team goes in some cases. If that's the case for the offense, if the defense does the same thing, I mean, it's been this, it's, it's the personnel versus what they run, right? Because it's always been, this is between Jair Alexander, uh, when Stokes was healthy, Stokes, and then Rasul Douglas, this should be a press man team, a press man team, and they're not. And they never have been, and they likely never will be. And even like the cover two stuff, he, he leaned into more cover two uh, last year after the bye, Joe Barry did. And that gets your corners up closer to the line on the edges. So you can press, you got this press two, press two stuff. He just doesn't do that. Like as far as who he is, he's got, it's almost like, it's almost like he's, he's got this playbook that someone else came up with and he's like, I'm going to run this stuff, but he doesn't really know why. And so since there's not really like a full understanding of what's there, right. Trying to make alterations, it doesn't go very well. And so, I mean, I, I think, I think to answer your question, I think it was either the floor or the players or a combination of the floor and the players. There was even, it was a Joe Barry's first year, that lions game. I was at that game. They were getting shredded by the Lions and Jared Goff when the Lions were bad. And then at halftime, LaFleur says something to the effect of, you need to start blitzing him. You need to make him uncomfortable. And they came out with a blitz-heavy game plan, which has never been something Joe Barry's done. Right. Made him uncomfortable, and the Packers win that game. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think when, when Joe Barry has made those changes, it's because he has been forced to make those changes. And I don't care who does – I don't care who makes the decision – at, at the bye week, if they're not if they're not good, I don't think they've been not not disaster. But if they're not good, and Joe Barry does not get fired, he needs to be told you need to run something else. You need to be running this. Like yeah. someone needs to make that decision for sure. Yep. 